What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. It's the Last Resort Edition. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife. And co-host is the one only Teresa out there. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? I'm doing really good. Nice. I'm doing really good. Nice. Yeah, I was thinking as we watched this episode, I was like, this, this is the reason I got into reality TV in the first place. So many years ago, programming like this. Why? Elaborate. Let me elaborate. Elaborate. Is that your word of the day? Probably, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's a great word. Allow me to elaborate. Because this is probably one of the most honest reality TV shows that's on television right now. It seems like it, but I also want to say that I think all the new seasons of 90 Day, when they have new people, Mm -hmm. are honest too because... I don't think a lot of new people are really trying to act. Well, trying to like create drama that doesn't exist. Like they are the drama. I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to completely disregard it. But I think, and not a lot, but there's a smattering of people going on 90 Day Fiance who know what's in store for them and, and know who can parlay it into an influencer career. True. So to me, that taints it a little bit. Now, I agree with what you're saying. They're not necessarily falsifying storylines at that point because their their stories are enough to sustain a season right off the bat. But I still look at someone like Jabri and Miona and go, you know, uh, this is not that honest. This is you guys trying to become influencers, trying to chase clout. True. This, this, we're dealing with real issues here. I agree with you about Jibri and Miona. They're kind of out of the 90-day world. They're they're doing their own thing. But at least they are a real couple. If they just did it to help each other, to promote each other and be like, okay, me when I get to the U.S. and start doing your ponytail thing and maybe you can give me 20% of uh, each sale or something, I'll mm-hmm. give you the visa. Like, no, they are together. So I, can, I guess I'm fine with it. Yes, there was some unnecessarily made-up drama, but at least they were on 90 Day to be on 90 Day for a specific reason. Okay. What about, and I didn't think about it until you just said it. I know what you're going to say. Amanda and Rasvin. Oh, no, I thought the fact that they apparently got married before. Oh, well, no, I'm moving on because I think we disagree. I, th- I think their whole season and all their drama and all of that was just for clout. And I think they exaggerated it because yeah. that's who they are. But Come on, at the do, end you of the not, day, <laughs> do you not remember the fight in the music studio? Yeah, that was dumb. With Space Commander or whatever his name was? That was dumb, but I... Th- at the same time, I can see some of the drama being real and them just exaggerating them maybe a little bit. Sure. I think especially Jibri. Sure. Um, but no, the Amanda and Rasmus thing I brought up because you were saying, oh, are they just going on TV yeah. to help out the career? I could see that with Rasmus. I did too. But Amanda came out of this really shitty. Terrible. And he kind of did too in a, in, a, in a certain way. So Well, he showed um, his true cards yeah. he showed his green cards he sh- he put all of his cards <laughs> on the table all of his green cards on the table and we saw what he was really in this for yeah i don't think amanda knows any other way i don't think she 
could if she tried. I don't think she could come out smelling like roses because she's just kind of a shitty person. True. I mean, maybe they were trying to help each other, but here's why I'm also going to say otherwise. He showed us nothing. He gave us no music days. He didn't take us to the studio. Like, nothing happened. Let me stop you there. He did show us a little bit. We saw that he was going to shoot a music video. Yeah, but nothing happened. I know. But that's not to say he wasn't trying to make it happen. That's to say potentially the editors didn't allow it to happen. Maybe they captured it and were like, we're not going to pursue this storyline. I mean, we've seen, what's his name? Uh, Soulja Boy. Soulja Boy. We've seen all his music videos. He's sure. been singing all the time. Sure. Like, he's been promoting himself. Like, Razvan mentioned it. Yeah. But then didn't really. We saw him going live twice. Yeah. We talked about music, but we got nothing. If we didn't dig up that song, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. then we wouldn't, have, we wouldn't have known unless you guys also dig things up. All right. Well, different season. That season yeah. is behind us, Teresa. What are we talking about? We're ta- <laughs> I'm kidding. We're here to talk about 90 Day The Last Resort. Woohoo. Before we do, real quick, if you want to hear us talk about The Other Way, you can. You can watch us talk about The Other Way, too, if you join the Family Affair level. We're talking about Patreon and Supercast. Patreon.com slash MarythReality or MarythReality.Supercast.com. We're talking about The Other Way over there. And tis the season for there to be some holiday bonuses. Oh, yeah. On the premium channel. May or may not. May or may not. I know it's annoying, but guys, I have to. It's a, it's a bit that Teresa does. It's a bit that I do, exactly. And... Sometimes we say may or may not, but it actually does not happen. It, so has, it has gotten us out of a jam. Yeah. Before. So usually, may or may not. Usually when we say may or may not, it is may. But or may not. Come on. Or may not. Play the game. All right. Play may, the game. We may or may not do some holiday bonuses. But <laughs> if we do, they'll be on Patreon and Supercast. So check it out. All levels over there. When we do those bonuses, they're for all levels. Whether you're in yes. Friends with Benefits or all the way up to the Family Affair. If we do a holiday bonus, it's coming your way. So that's Patreon. That's Supercast. Also, we're on Instagram at Married Reality Pod. We post memes once in a while. We share some updates. And most fun and most importantly, it's where we get to talk to you guys. Absolutely. Message us. Share your thoughts. What do you think? Share the, spread the love. Share the love with us and yeah. spread it with everyone else. There you go. Something like that. Also, <laughs> just make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening. It's so easy to do. Just look down and smash that follow button. Guys. Snash Luck is as hot. He is all the sexy dolls. Whoa! Mm. All right, hold your horses, Teresa. We'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> and last but not least, if you haven't left a review, yeah, I'm talking about you. You know who I'm talking about. You're listening right now going, I didn't leave a review. Should I leave a review? Yes! yes. Here, here's your sign. Leave a review. If you leave a five-star review, we will read it on the Monday podcast, which Correct. will now be the 90 Day OG podcast. Finally. Okay. All these other seasons were great, but I always loved the OG the best because oh yeah, that's what got it's us here. The foreigners coming to the US. That's what got us. Here. And I can partially relate because I did come to the US, not for you, I'm sorry. Yikes. Came for myself. <laughs> came for myself. And as I was doing me, I found you. Yep. I prefer- and now I do you. I, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I preferred this option, but hey, if there was not the other way, then we wouldn't ha- we wouldn't be here covering this podcast because that wouldn't be 90 Day Fiance, am I right? Nope, I'm confused. 
I mean, I know. Like the other <laughs> way, meaning like coming here on K1 visa. Oh, I thought you meant the other way. The <laughs> series. Well, well, that too. No, but I got you. I'm tracking. So many spinoffs. I'm tracking. As I was saying it, I'm like, John's going to be so confused. So confused. But it's okay. I think we figured it out. Yes. All right. That's the business. Let's do it. The reason we're here, 90 Day, The Last Resort, Season 1, Episode Ocho, 8 for okay. you, for you okay. non-Spanish speakers. I know Ocho. I did watch Dora the Explorer. All right. Mm-hmm. I did mm-hmm. not. I did not. Okay. Let's or talk about it. La, Expro- La Exploradora. I think you need to brush up on your Dora. <laughs> I did the horror. If you, <laughs> and that was not the nickname of my girlfriend in high school. That was a dance we did. Yes, yeah, a different culture, Jonathan. Different yes. culture. Anyways, here we go. Horror the Explorer. That's that's my spinoff coming oh to a, a Hebrew speaking channel near you. Oh boy. Oh let's, boy. Let's get into it. You want to talk about sex, baby? Let's talk about Jovi and Yara, and it's the morning, and here's here's why I got confused. So they had a sex therapy with Reba, but we don't get to see the therapy. We only see a snippet from the therapy and then them talking about it. We saw the flash. Yeah, for a second. Yeah. I thought, oh, we're spared a little sex talk. Maybe TLC has realized we've already inundated them with Kama Sutra and Asuelu making love uh. to a wall. Like They don't need any more. And Asuelu was showing his penis to everyone. And Asuelu toasting those nuts. Ooh. But <laughs> but no, we flash back enough to really learn what Jovi's into in the bedroom. Now I'm more curious. You know, call me what you will. I'm more curious what Yara's into. But well, we she didn't. She wants a massage. Ah, and then what, Yara? And then what do you want? Well, she says she says she has a hard time talking about sex. Because it's cultural. Cultural. Damn. You have a hard time talking about a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> I have a hard time talking about culture, I guess. No, mm-hmm. I'm kidding. I don't feel that way. And I'm from a similar part of Europe. I mean, I'm from Central Europe. She's from Eastern Europe. But we've had sex ed in a way. They came to school with bananas and condoms when I was like 12. Yeah, I don't... I don't we know. all snacked on the bananas, and then we all blew up the condoms, and we played like a ba- we played with them like a balloons. Sure, sure, but yeah. Like I, we we've done it. Like my parents did tell me about all that. I was like, "Ew, mom!" And she's like, "Well, I don't want you to get pregnant." And I had this conversation with my parents when I was like ten. Yeah. Not that I had a any sex boy sex boyfriend at ten. <laughs> I didn't. Sex experience, maybe? Yeah, yeah, but my mom was like, well, moving forward, when it happens, I just want you to keep in mind that there is a way to do it and to be safe and illnesses and Ivana. babies. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, and I don't know. You're the resident European over here. But when I think of cultures that may be a little sex shy, Europe is not one of them. No, but maybe Eastern Europe. Mm, even then, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I'm just going off of what Yara said. I don't find Czechs. I, I don't think Czechs talk openly about sex. Like, I don't think they're as open as maybe Amer- some Americans. But at the same time, I come from a background that it was okay to talk about sure. it. Right? Like maybe it's my family. I've heard people say that Czechs don't open up. Like Czechs don't. 
uh, chicks that are a little more conservative, which I do agree. Sexually or just in more general. in their demeanors, a little more cold, a little more standoffish. In general, in yeah. General, yeah. Um, but I don't, maybe I've lived here for too long. Maybe I come from a family that people were a little more okay with sex and everything. But yeah, when Yara said it, like I can see that. I can understand. However, I, can I haven't experienced it. Uh, but again, she also, and we kind of have our own beliefs as to why she said this, but when they were doing the fashion show with Molly's launch, yeah. she was like, well, I'm a little shy, I'm a little timid. Like, she just seems to be a little more reserved. Well, true, but then we talked about, well, she was shy to do that, but she poses in bathing suits and it's fine. I think she just needs to feel comfortable, and that's okay. Right. If right. you don't feel comfy and maybe wearing... Molly's lingerie wasn't really her style, so she felt shy about it, right? But yes, I think when you're not feeling comfortable, it doesn't matter what you're wearing or not wearing or talking about things, then you're not going to. And I think it might be more Yara and maybe her family, Mm -hmm. not the whole Ukraine, but Mm -hmm. who knows? Yeah. So just very quickly, this flashback, they were doing like a, a reverse newlywed game which sounds like a sexual position the the reverse newlywed you know the newlywed game where you sit with your new partner Mm -hmm. and it's an old game it's an old tv why didn't we play it it's a game show it's a television game show and you sit there with the marker board and someone asks a question i think you're supposed to answer about your partner like oh what's your partner's favorite sexual position and you write it down and then you flip it over and you see if you got it right. Well, this was like the reverse newlywed where they were just writing down what each of them wanted in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. And and I think this led them to realize they're having communication issues. Yes. They're not understanding what each other wants. Jovi was very explicit with what he wanted. He would like to start with the BJ. Yes, I got the BJ. <laughs> then he would like to move into doggy style. Okay. Then back to the BJ, he said, I went back. I, I want I wanted to learn Jovi. Then back to the BJ. Then I'm pretty sure because they blurred this word out. They must have the blur guy on retainer for this show. I don't get it. It's on it's HBO. So much blur. It, no, but it first airs on TLC. Oh, that's right. Um, but then I'm pretty sure it said, come after she does. Um, so I'm oh. pretty sure his... His M.O. here is BJ to doggy, back to BJ, then come after she does. Yara just wants a massage. (laughs) (laughs) Good for her. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. So we cut back to the present time. And yeah, they're just in the hotel room talking about how, yes, Jovi learned Yara wants a massage and then not to bang like rabbits. Jovi wants more attention. Mm Mm-hmm. Paid to his. Yeah. But Yara also wants to take it slowly. She wants to feel comfortable. Again, she wants to feel comfortable. She Yeah. And I get that. Totally. That makes sense. You want to feel, she wants to be romanced a little. Yeah. Teresa. And Jovi's like, well, with a kid, the romance kind of gone. That's an excuse, Jovi. That's an excuse. Maybe and maybe not. We don't have kids, but I could imagine needing to make it more of a quickie because, oh, Mila's in the other room playing with Dora the Explorer, and I'm doing Yara the Explorer over <laughs> here, right? We don't. We only got so much time. Good point. Good point. Okay, can't All be right. too loud. We're gonna wake up 
the kid in the other room. So I, I imagine things change when children are involved. There are noise blocking headphones for babies. That seems inappropriate. <laughs> Not for sex, for concerts or airplanes, oh. but you could sure. use that too. Sure. Okay. Let's move on to, Jeez. <laughs> to, uh, to a family session, okay? Yeah, so it's a therapy with Dr. Janie and Kalani and Colini and, of course, Asuelu. And I think they were like, oh, Asuelu's got the mentality of a fourth grader. Let's give him blocks to play with. Well, I did like this because, so she says. I thought it was the dumbest thing ever. Really? It stunk. This well, here, Teresa, this stunk. How long do you think they played Jenga for just for Dr. Janie to be like, see, this is like a relationship. One block can knock it all. It's like, shut up. Yeah. You just wasted 30 minutes so you can make that dumb joke. But these morons needed it, especially Asuelo. Listen, the only thing I'm going to say is that they should have talked while playing the Jenga. They sure. Should have, if they did start discussing things during the game, sure. They just played the Jenga. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It stunk. It was it was the longest it was the longest setup for a so so punchline. Yeah, I hate it. You know why? Because it always takes fifteen minutes to rebuild it and then one minute to play. It's the worst. It's the worst. It's how I always felt about cooking, which is why I don't cook and why you cook. I love cooking. Cooking when I in my bachelor days, I tried cooking once in a while for myself, and I would spend thirty minutes cooking, and then I would sit down and I would eat it all in three minutes. I'm like, you eat very fast. I eat very fast. I need to work on that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There is cooking, um cooking is enjoyable to me because it's um you're creating something and then you can enjoy it with someone. I don't. Mm-hmm. I cook for myself sometimes when you're traveling, just more so to meal prep. But I don't like sit down and enjoy the way we do when I cook for the two of us. Sure, that's. That's more of an experience exactly. than a necessity. Yeah. I think there is like sexual Jenga though, or there's definitely games where you write something on each block and then maybe whatever block it is that makes the topple over you have to do or something. Like there's some way yeah, to. Yeah, I think I've seen something like that. I don't know if that's what it is, but there's definitely something where you write on the blocks, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. I think is probably pretty cool. But okay. So they play Jenga. It falls over. And Dr. Janie's like, see, this is this is life right here. We build our marriage, and then just like that, one block, it can all come down. One betrayal, it can all come down. But you can rebuild. Eh, I'm can like, you? Womp, womp. For, I think as well. Can a block my- give you a yeast infection, Dr. Janie? Well, I think as well as mine exploded because he's like, whoa. Um, <laughs> here's why they cannot rebuild this. Because... Kalani and Kalini finally open up and tell us kind of what's going on or what has been going on. The reason why Kalini always hated Asuelo, and I do remember that Mm -hmm. she always hated him, Mm -hmm. it's because he started cheating on Kalani even before he moved to the U.S. She was pregnant with a kid and he was cheating on her. And of course, she goes to her sister. Sure. And so Kalini was hating him since day one, basically. Why Kalani brought him to the U.S., even if he was cheating on her already, I don't understand. I can understand, yes, let's have a father for my kid, but do you really want to have a partner who's cheating on you even before the kid is born? Yeah. Yeah. So this this did offer clarity as to why. Yeah. I always say, and this is different, but I always say, 
in a relationship, be careful what you tell other people because those people are going to remember it. Like a, a lot of times. People, what do you mean? A lot of times people will talk trash about the person they're dating in a moment of rage. Yeah. Something happened. We're in a fight and I'm going to go spill it to my best friend or my mom. Well, maybe calm down, cool down before you spill it because they're always going to remember that. Oh, yeah. And this is different because I'm sure Kalani needed someone to talk to and this was something serious. It wasn't just like, oh, he stayed out until 2 a.m. when he said he was coming home at midnight. Like, this is some real shit. And so she should have told someone and she did. But now we understand, yes, it makes complete sense why Kalani is always despised. Always. And yes, so Kalani says that's kind of sad, but also upsetting a little because she says well it's it's common in in samoa for men mm. to cheat even if they're married but i thought i'll bring him to the u.s and he'll be surrounded by dead by my dad and others and he'll stop and it's like did you really think that no you, you can take the slut person out of samoa but you can't take the samoa out of the slut person or something like that something but like that here's here's why i think it's all wrong Aswelu was crying a lot. Because he's a child. Well, he knew he misbehaved. Of course. Right? If he knows it's wrong, he knows it's wrong. Even if it's okay in Samoa, the fact that he's crying, the fact that he knows he hurt his wife's feelings, the fact that he knows he misbehaved, naughty Asuelu, means he knows it's wrong. He's crying. He knows it's wrong. So I don't care if it's normal in Samoa. He knows he shouldn't have done it, and he still did it. Totally. I have to go back quickly to the fact that she really brought him here, even though he cheated already. Well, she was pregnant, right? Yes, but think about it. How much he's done. When we saw them getting together and she had a baby, it's he did nothing. He was the second baby until they got the third one. She had to take care of him. Mostly the dad and the mom were helping with the child. She would have been better off without him Eventually meeting someone in the U.S. But nobody thinks that. I wouldn't think that. You would hope, as she said, once he comes here, he's going to get his act together. He's going to step up and be a father to this child and a I husband not. to me. I will. If someone listen, if if you're pregnant, right? You would hope that oh, the guy who got me pregnant is into me. We're together. We talked about it. We're keeping the baby, and then you find out he's cheating on you. That's no. Here's my question, because he. Apparently cheated like a baker's dozen of times. Yeah. How did she find out all those times? We knew the one because of the white tongue or whatever. The 12, 11, 10 other times. How did you find out? I don't know. Maybe someone told her. Maybe she caught him. Maybe he came clean. Who knows? Here's the other sad part about it. He did cheat on her 10, 11, 12 times. She never left. I don't know what the worst consequence was that he faced, but she's reinforced in his childlike mind that I can do this and get away mm. with it. There is no repercussion. There, you're not sending me to my room. True. You're not taking away my iPad. You're not telling me I can't play video games. Like I get away with it every time and I can go back and do it again. Yeah. So she's created this habit. That's a, that's a great point. So, yes, he cheated in Samoa. Then got to the U.S. The first year, he didn't cheat at all. So yes. Kalani thought, okay, here sure. we go. 
But then apparently he started online cheating, talking to women, purchasing naked photos. Not cheating. That's not cheating. That's not cheating. If you're paying for it, it's not cheating. If you're paying for photos, it's not cheating. No, but it's like called talk, porn. talking to women and all that. That's again. I'm sure. I don't think he was asking them how the day is going. No, but it's a business transaction. It's not a romantic transaction. Oh, I don't think he was all connected. I think he was talking to women and he was purchasing photos or videos. Okay. Well, to that point, Dr. Janey thinks Aspelu has a sexual addiction. I do think that too. I Yeah, I think potentially. Um, but he's starting to take responsibility for it. He knows he was wrong. And Dr. Janey thinks that's a step in the right direction. Yeah. Um, I don't think they will ever get back together. Maybe when he's like mm. 45, because then he's finally going to be like mature enough for like a 25, 30 year old. So the only reason I think you're right, because I would have said, oh, just the way Kalani is reinforced that it's okay to cheat on me because she's allowed it to happen time and time again, it's probably also become easier for her to deal with the first time you're cheated on you're devastated you're heartbroken you can't believe it the 10th time you're probably like oh okay but i think she's put an end to it because she's found a new guy yeah that's the only reason she's going to move on is because she's found something that she loves more than Asuelu, potentially. Well, he is the whole pass, but I think there is more, and I think we will learn next time because this is not it. There is more that Kalani wants to tell Asuelu and obviously us. Yes. All right. I think this is a good place to take a break. We'll tell you about our sponsors for this episode, and when we come back, we're gonna we're gonna move on from from sex addiction to nicotine addiction, soda addiction. We're gonna talk about Angela. All right. <laughs> We'll be back in a second. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. And we're back. Hello, Jonathan. <laughs> you're scared to ask me how you're scared to ask me how I'm doing because I just looked down on my notes and I was reminded of what I witnessed. What do you mean? Angela Torgan in that uh, bikini. Well, that was Where's yes. the blur guy? He falls asleep. Where's the blur guy for that? Also, what kind of a bathing suit is that? Seems like a lot of work. Was it ties all up and down the side? I don't know. She looked like a worm. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what. She was doing the worm or something in the pool the other day. Yeah. Well, so this is not just any, any shaking a booty in front of a Michael on an iPad. This is his anniversary gift. Him, her showcasing all her bathing suits and letting Michael to pick. <laughs> she, she came out in that second bathing suit looking like TJ from Love is Blind. <laughs> <laughs> is it TJ? No, so. it's JP. TJ, JP. No, it's JP. TJ is on 90 Day with Kimberly. Oh, JP? JP, yeah. And uh, Taylor. Yes. Yeah, rest in peace. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, 
So yes, but even that was too revealing. Yeah. So then she, as she puts it, she puts on the granny, the granny bathing suit mm-hmm. with all her boobs out. Yes, the bathing suit bottom was okay. The top, Michael said, please cover. But she ain't pay for nothing. She got to show those boobies. <laughs> I pay for nothing. <laughs> Mima's got to show these. So she, yeah, so, so my, Michael is okay with that. Yeah. Then I guess it's the next day. <laughs> it is. Okay. So it's their anniversary, right? Third anniversary. Yeah, Time set, flies. They set it up outside. So Michael's on an iPad. She's having some nice meal, right? Yeah. Michael brought her roses, but he basically brought them to himself <laughs> <laughs> because he didn't send it. He should have sent the roses. He could have easily called the hotel. Exactly. And be like, it's our third anniversary. Exactly. Why don't you put out a bottle of champagne with a note from me? Exactly. Oh, and the roses. He bought roses and he was holding them in his hotel room. <laughs> thought, <laughs> it's the dumbest thing ever. Thought that counts. I guess. So, Angela. Speaking of thought, that counts. Thought that counts. Angela is basically like, yeah, I'm culturally appropriating. I'm over here wearing braids like all the Nigerian women I've seen over there. And Michael's into it. Michael likes it. So, to that point, I say, I don't think it is cultural appropriation. I think it's cultural appreciation. I think she's just appreciating what she saw, the beauty of it, and and she's rocking it. I actually thought it looked good. What? I actually, thought, Angela? I actually thought it looked pretty good. Better than that rat's nest that she's always got going on. <laughs> That's true. She's got car keys and an old pack of cigarettes. <laughs> like I, think, I thought this looked nice on her. All right. So, I mean, it wasn't the bad. It wasn't bad. I do like braids. I mean, on Angela, I always have to question everything. But I do. guess. Yeah, I you guess. Do. Yeah. Um. So they are doing the FaceTime date. Michael working them hips, and it's just bringing me back. I'm getting PTSD. Pop that penis, Michael. Pop that penis. <laughs> that must have been their second anniversary, I guess. <laughs> oh, boy. Yes. For, uh. for this anniversary, send me a screenshot of your penis, Michael. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but it was a nice moment. It was like one of the more nice moments we've seen of them ever. If you think about it, and maybe it's because he is not there, they are probably doing the best out of all the couples. Um, no, I would say Jovi and Yara. No, they have a lot of issues. Do they? Let's not forget the whole thing, though, how she lied to him at the beginning and he basically doesn't trust her. Yeah, but Angela never trusted Michael. No, but she's working on it. I guess. She, I'm not saying they have the best relationship. They do not. But right now at this retreat. Most improved. Yes. Most most improved. improved, Award for most improved. Okay. Let's go from most improved to. Just. Done. Done. <laughs> it's, of course, you guys know it. You guess it. We know it. We knew it. You knew it. It's Molly and Kelly. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a TV show. Molly, Molly and, and Kelly. Kelly. Uh-huh. Yeah. There was a Molly show. I was feel. it? I feel like there was a Molly. Molly. I don't know. Anyways, Molly and Kelly. Uh, meeting with Dr. Jason. Yes. They get right into it. Molly just puts it right out there. Saying, Kelly... Ever since he moved, he's not been pulling his weight. I've said it time and time again. I'm not attracted to that. He's lazy. He wants nice things, but he's not willing to work for them or pay for them. Yeah. Apparently, before he came, he was sending her like expensive homes and what diamonds she wants and vacations he wants to take her on. And then he moved to Georgia and turned into a couch potato. Yeah. Which, again, I would read the 
sending of the nice things as him being opportunistic, which I think she was worried about. Mm. He's saying, yeah, this is what I want and you'll pay for it. I think he's being opportunistic. I don't think he was saying, check out this house. I'm going to go halves on it. I think he was saying, check out this house. I'm going to sit on a couch in it. <laughs> Probably. Well, Dr. Jason brings up the Kama Sutra class and the whole like love discussion, yeah. how she said she loves him, but she's not in love with him. And yeah. basically, he finally asks the questions that they both were feeling. Do you think this relationship has run its course? And Molly says, I do. Yes. And Kelly says he does, too. Yeah, I think he said it because she said it. I think if she said, I don't think so, he would probably say maybe not. Sure. I I do think he still has feelings for her, of course. That's why he got so upset when he heard that she didn't have yeah. the love for him anymore. But I always go back to the fact that they were not supposed to be there. And this mm. kind of came up. It didn't really come up overtly. But when they're talking about love and, well, I said... I love you, but I'm not in love with you. Kelly's like, well, you could have told me that in Georgia. You didn't have to wait till we got here. But Molly says, the whole point of the trip was to try to find that again. So I keep thinking how Colt and Vanessa were supposed to be here. But mm, yeah, you're right. Colt got double bounced and you're right. broke his femur. And so I'm like, well, you guys were not even supposed to be here. It wasn't real. You guys were doing this for show. But... As Molly says, the whole point of this trip was mm-hmm. to, yes, we were in a bad place. We're now here to see if we can get to a better place. Yeah, I don't think they can. They so could, They could not. Kelly walks away. He says um, he gave it his all, which I don't think he did if he was sitting around on the couch. I think maybe he's saying he gave it his all. At the resort? At the resort. Oh, okay. Definitely not leading up to the resort. Yeah. No. But... Yeah, he yeah he says, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I couldn't be the man you needed me to be. I tried my best, right? Yes. So, okay. Speaking of someone else who's trying his best. Oh, boy. It's Small Ed and Liz. And they said, we have to get off the island because we've been doing so well. So let's go on a little shark trip, which little, I want to go. What is this place? A little close encounter of uh, the shark kind. Sharks, just like looking at them. We not, a, not anywhere near me. We did a close encounter with a seal. With the seal. It was beautiful. a beautiful seal. Beautiful seal. Did you love the seal? I loved it. Loved I the would, seal. I would, yes, I would not do. I hate to say it, but this was the closest I ever felt to Ed. Because, I would push him over. Because he was like, I'm scared of sharks, snakes, alligators, bumblebees in that order. I'm like, <laughs> small Ed, I'm right there with you in, in that order. I guess. I'm probably actually not as afraid of sharks because you're sort of in control of whether or not you're going to encounter a shark. Uh, Are you? If I don't go in the ocean, I'm not going to encounter it. Snakes, they can sneak up on you. Bumblebees, oh yeah, they're chasing after you. Alligators, you may say that's up to you too. Well, if you want a Starbucks coffee... You're going to encounter an alligator here in Florida. That's very true. That's I only, loved that baby. That's the only time we've encountered an alligator when we weren't trying to encounter an alligator. Well, we saw one at the bar. But we were kind of going to look well, I was for them. Like the bar was in this swampy area, so people it, say it's known. there are gators. Yeah, okay. That Starbucks, I did not <laughs> expect to see an alligator in the parking lot. 
And I think that was the only time you were happy that, that I missed an exit. Because oh. we had to we had to do a U-turn. I had to do a U-turn. If we didn't, we wouldn't have seen this alligator. If That's I, very true. If no, I, didn't we stop at the Starbucks? We did, but like first I took the wrong exit. <laughs> so I had to do a U-turn. Then I went to the Starbucks. If I if I just did it right, the first time we would get Starbucks and leave, and then the gator would have come after. Yeah. So women drivers, am I right? Please. But yeah, so I'm I'm with Smollett on this. But what he's doing here, because he's so terrified of sharks, is he's compromising. It's one of our four C's. Yes, he's trying. And that's good, but that's where my, that's where the, the, I'll end. I will stop saying good things about Small Ed. Yes, please. Right there. Would you give that little shark a little belly rub? A belly rub? That's what they were doing. Absolutely not. You wouldn't rub that belly? I don't think so. I think you would. They just that trainer spinned the shark, and you just did little, 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 little. maybe very quickly. No, you would. I've pet a a seal. I've pet a seal. I've pet a stingray. I I've, did too. I think maybe I did pet a shark at the Boston Aquarium. You did? Maybe. Oh, lucky. Maybe. With adult supervision, I'd probably pet anything. I've pet a stingray. At the same aquarium that we were interacting with the seal. Mm-hmm. I think so, too. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, so they finish this encounter. They go to sit down. Liz has been way happier the last few days. Yes. But and she wants more. She wants more. And here comes TLC with a good edit. Why is this a good edit? Because they teased us with it. Okay, but there was no, there was no bait and switch, whatever... Whatever they edited, I think, is how it played out. Yes and no. We saw in the previews that Small Ed is telling this, oh, the guys want to go to the strip club, but they told me not to tell you, but I want to. And then Liz said, I'm just so angry at you right now. But she, Uh. no, no, no. She said, I'm just so angry right now. And it made it sound like she's mad at him for betraying someone's trust. But she says, um, when he tells her, she says, I'm so angry at the guys. Yeah, which irritates me on so many levels. First of all, Small Ed broke the bro code. Yeah. And that's not cool. You didn't need to tell Liz. You just, if you didn't go, you didn't need to tell Liz. It's that simple. The guys mm-hmm. have no effect over your relationship. So let them do what they want to do. You do what you want to do. And you don't need to... Tell on other people. Yeah. And Liz says, well, now I'm in this position. Like, if I tell the girls as I should, then they will give you shit. If I don't tell the girls, then I will feel bad. Nope. It's none of your business, Liz. It has nothing to do with you. True. But Small Ed says, well, I'll tell the guys that I'm not here for the strip club. I'm here to work on my relationship. Really, Small Ed? You were literally, you were taking this as a big joke until Liz basically almost left you. Here's why Liz could be mad at Small Ed, because Small Ed did put her in this position now where she feels like I do need to tell my girls. But the reason I'm pissed, Small Ed threw all the guys under the bus just to score some points with Liz. The whole reason he did it was so Liz looked at him and went, oh, you're such a good guy. You screwed other people over to make yourself look better. It's a classic Small Ed move. Such a small person move. Yes. And, And she says, you earned my trust. He earned your trust by betraying his, I'm going to say, friends. You broke the trust of someone else, so that earns your trust, Liz? 
Yeah. Give me a break. You guys are both a bunch of morons. Bunch of morons. Can't, it really, it really rubbed me the wrong way watching this segment. Because he, small Ed is an opportunist. Mm-hmm. I almost feel like may, he didn't even tell her to tell her to be like, yes, I'll, I'll tell my woman I, I have no, no. secrets. He told her because he just wanted to stir the pot. No, he wanted to score points. He wanted to be like, oh, look how good I am that I, I'm not going to the strip club Ooh, and I'm yeah. ratting other people out. Yeah. He wanted to make himself look better. Oh, such, he made a, him, such a small ad. He made himself look worse. Yeah. Well, you let, let's end this relationship. Not not small Ed and Liz, unfortunately, because they should end. Yeah. Molly and Kelly, because Kelly's done. Kelly's packing. He says it sucks, but at least I came here and I learned what I do want in the relationship. I'm kind of surprised he's bailing on the retreat because I get it. It's over. You're done. You're retired, man. You don't have a job. You don't have anything to do when you go home. Stay at the all-inclusive. I would think so, too. But, again, the previews, he may come back. Who knows? Will he? Yeah, they talked about, like, is he? Is there a chance for him to come back? And Molly says, I don't know. Oh, I don't think he's coming so, back. I don't think so, either. But if he does, we'll see. Um. So, okay, he's packing. Yes. Molly comes in. And here, I almost felt like, okay, TLC, if she's going to come and says... She changed her mind. She's going to work on things. I'll call bullshit. Sure. But she didn't. And that's why I say this is such an honest representation of these couples because Mm -hmm. it seems like they're just going through their relationship, going through their life, and we're watching what happens. She did come in all whispery, though, kind of like sexy whispery. I think Kelly totally thought there was going to be breakup sex. Yeah. He was like, if these cameras weren't here, we would be having (laughs) some breakup sex right now. Molly came to say that she's sorry and that she doesn't want him to hate her. Mm-hmm. And he said, I don't hate you. It is what it is. It's all good. It is what it is. And then she offers him to walk him out, which <laughs> was interesting to me. And Kelly's like, it's like our last walk, not down the aisle. <laughs> it was a good line. But True. this was one of the least emotional driving away scenes we've ever gotten. Well, for a reason. 90 Day Fiance. I know, but like, remember Tanya and Sinjin? Yeah, well, Tanya's a moron. I know. Yeah, they're both morons, but that was still like super emotional. Yeah, because they were getting a divorce without her wanting to, I guess. Like, that was a lot of commotion around it. And emotion. Mm -hmm. But this, yeah, Molly just standing there looking like smooth criminal. Kelly in the SUV probably heading to the strip club to reserve some seats for the boys. <laughs> like this was just a flat, sort of a flat scene. Great point. Not even he's going to miss out on some all-inclusive stuff. He's going to miss out on the strip club unless yeah. small ad spoils it. I know. I feel like they're not even going to go at this point. Yeah. Because we'll who see. would who would go? Jovi and Asuelo? I mean, I kind of want to see that. Just but... the two of them? Yeah. I don't think Oswaldo can go now. Like he's trying to yeah. get back on the right track. We'll see. I don't think there's a strip club. Plus, again, I don't think many strip clubs allow you to film in them. True. So I don't we'll think see. I don't think that's we'll happening. We'll see. All right. Well, that's the episode. Thought it was a good episode. It was decent. Oh, all right. <laughs> For once, the tables have turned. You're always the one that's like nine point five, and I'm like six. I yeah. would say this was an eight. Really? I'm going to say 7.5. 7.5. Right, 7.5. Okay. okay. Well, that's the episode. 
If you guys want more, if you want to hear us talk about the other way, you can on Patreon and Supercast. Patreon.com slash Reality, MarriedToReality.Supercast.com. It's coming at you starting at the Cousins Club level. Cousins Club gets you audio only. Family Affair gets you audio, video, and a monthly bonus. So check it out. This past month in September, we did the first four episodes of Love is Blind. Mm-hmm. We may or may not do the newest three. May or may not. May or may not. So who knows? If you're interested... Check it out. Join. Also follow us on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. We post memes. We share updates. You can message us. We love talking to you guys. We love talking. Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. Also make sure you're following us wherever you're listening right now. It's so easy to do. Just look down and smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's is hot. Is Molly's outfit during her session with Dr. Jason because she came out with her little hat and her sunnies, and her black romper, and I was like, she looks good. You've been struck by a smooth criminal. <laughs> All right, so smash like it's as hot as that. And last but not least, if you haven't left the review, please do. You guys know we love a little love, and if you share a little love with us, we'll share it with the world. We will read the review on the Monday podcast. Yeah. All right. That is that. I've said it all. You've said it all. You've said it all, too. All right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It means we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.